Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. Tim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you guys for having me today. Uh, the wind blew me over this way. Yeah. <laughs> Come in, warm up, let's talk. <laughs> what a difference a day can make. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Well, uh, it sounds like you are working on an important plan at the county and people need to talk about it, huh? Yes, we uh, do have a comprehensive plan open house coming on September 18th. And as soon as I say that, I think to myself, probably your listeners just got bored. Um, <laughs> what is a comp plan? A comprehensive plan is really the future plan for the community. What do we want the community to look like 10, 20, 30 years from now? Mm -hmm. Once you decide what that future vision is going to be, then you write a zoning ordinance to try to make it come to pass. Okay. And so the comp plan is the plan upon which you build the county's zoning ordinance. Hmm. So it's that, you know, what do you want the future to look like, which mm -hmm. means what will you allow where and what will you not allow yeah. where. Ah, yes. yeah. Where because might businesses be allowed to grow? Exactly. Where do you want to save park space and exactly. et cetera, et cetera. People and just perked up again now. <laughs> now they perked up. And land use planning is really about that conflicting uses not being next to each other. Uh -huh. yeah. yes. And yeah, so yeah, you yeah. don't put a factory next to a church or next to a school, mm -hmm. right? right? And so what do we want the future of the community to look like in its various parts? This is an important part of that process. Mm -hmm. And so we are asking for the public's input. That involvement is critical. We need to hear from the community so that the community can do a better job than we can by ourselves of identifying what the issues, the opportunities, and the challenges are uh, for the community as we move f forward through time. Um, Monday, September 18th from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Land Services Building. That's right behind the historic courthouse. We're going to hold an open house. There'll be a presentation from 3 to 5 and a Q&A from 5 to 6 for feedback opportunities. It's We're just launching the project. It's the first of three phases of public engagement. Um, for more opportunities to be involved, you can attend the community pop-up events, take an online survey, or give feedback on our website very soon, crowwing.gov. Okay. Uh, real quick, Tim, uh, when was the last time the comprehensive plan was, uh, if you will, uh, looked at? About 20 years ago. So it's oh, been wow. 20 years. Yep. And yeah. so it's time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you don't know where you're going, don't be surprised when you get there. And, <laughs> and think of the differences just in oh, 20 years gosh. when we think about transportation, mm -hmm. uh, business needs. We hear about, you know, the high-speed Internet and so much that can change in 20 years. It's amazing when you think about it, but um, you know, having grown up in the area, I, I think there's a natural tendency for those of us who are native to look at the area and say, geez, nothing ever changes around here. <laughs> I left for 10 years way back when, mm -hmm. and uh, I can tell you that in that 10 year period when I wasn't here, then I noticed the changes when yeah. I came back. Yep. Yeah. And so it's changing constantly, all the time, in these small increments that we don't necessarily notice. Mm -hmm. But over the course of time, that's a significant departure from your past path. Mm -hmm. And so we wanna have the community help us to determine what do we want this community to look like 10, yeah. 20, 30 years from now. Yeah. So that's the importance of the planning process and why we want the public's input. We don't wanna tell the community what the future ought to look like. 
Right. We want the community to tell us what the future ought to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to clarify, Tim, uh, this does not uh, necessarily infringe on what uh, some of our cities or townships have planned. How does how does that work? Yeah, it's it's a very complicated interaction. Basically, cities have their own zoning authority. And then counties and townships are bound together. So county zoning ordinances don't apply inside any incorporated city in the county. If a township wants to do its own zoning, it can, Mm -hmm. and then the county zoning will not apply. There are two county or two townships in Crow Wing County that do their own planning and zoning, and so this would not apply there. Okay. Okay. That so answers my question. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's about local control, I think. And the more local it can be, mm-hmm. the better off we tend to like it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very interesting. Okay, Monday, September 18th, 3 to 6. Uh, I would think the commissioners will be there, too, at least yes. some of them. Yep, commissioners, county commissioners will be there, as well as county staff. Very right. good. So county board recently approved a county park expansion for one of our beautiful memorial parks, actually. Let's talk a little bit about that. Tim. Yeah, it's it's really an important park to us on mm-hmm. February 5th, 1924. So we're approaching the 100th anniversary. Wow. Uh, 48 miners were working on the 165-foot and the 175-foot levels of the Milford Mine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have visited Milford Lake at, a, at Milford Mine the opening to that mine is 60 feet below the current water level. Wow. And so they were working 165 feet and 175 feet deeper than that. Mm. There was a shaft that had been um, sunk down to the 200 foot level, which was what they were using to dewater. Um, In a matter of about a 15 minute time period, Uh, mud and water flooded into the mine at such a rapid rate that all of the levels including the 200 foot deep shaft were filled to within 15 feet of the surface within uh, within 20 minutes seven of the 48 miners made it to the surface and survived minnesota's worst mining disaster wow in our backyard Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we have dedicated milford mine memorial park to the miners and to the memory of uh, mining history in Crow Wing County, which is really quite robust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to do some expansions to the park that allow people to take, right now our trails go off into the woods and then you reach a dead end and then you come back. Okay. We would like to make more looping trails. Oh, all right. We will also be adding a, um, a pier right at the site of where the mine opening is. Really? Mm-hmm. And sort of just a somber location for reflection, mm-hmm. uh, 60 feet below. But um, that pier is the opening to Milford Mine. Wow. So it's an important history of Crow Wing County. We Mm -hmm. invest in making that uh, an enjoyable experience for people as much as we can. The Cuyuna Rec area is just a jewel in our backyard, as is Milford Mine. Uh, And so we encourage folks to take advantage of that and listen for, we'll have some events commemorating the 100th anniversary Mm -hmm. next year as well. I was going to say, that's 100 years ago. 100 years ago. Wow. Mm. You know, just going to work, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I drove into work today. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going home. I hope you're going home. I'm hoping yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. That's what they thought. Yeah. yeah. Very mm. interesting. 
Um, as we uh, start to make the change of seasons. <laughs> Might feel it today. <laughs> I, yeah, t- today seems sort of appropriate to bring this up, doesn't yeah. it? Pretty soon we'll all be dealing with the leaves and brush that I, happen every fall. I saw a tree turn in colors oh, yeah. the other day, so yeah. it's, it has started. It's happening. It started. It's after Labor Day. So when you have those fall leaves and brush, just want uh, your listeners to know that they can drop those off at the county landfill. Um, you can the compost facility is open eight to five Monday through Saturday. The winter hours are going to start in October when the landfill is open Monday through Friday. So okay. um, you got a, all the the month of September to get your leaves and brush in on Saturdays before we move to winter hours. Good. And a special event coming up there, too, uh, when it comes to collecting uh, electronics for businesses specifically, huh? Mm-hmm. I think we, we generally think that people want to do the right thing as it relates to the environment. Sometimes we don't always know what the right thing is to do mm-hmm. for That's the environment. True. We've learned a lot about the materials that are in our computers and our electronics um, in some of our printers and scanners, circuit boards, things of that sort that we want to keep out of the waste stream. We also want to keep things like latex and oil paints, stains, aerosols, household cleaners, batteries, th- uh, thermostats that contain mercury, automotive products, yard and garden pesticides. Mm. And so we're trying to provide an easy way for people to get rid of those things. And so we will have a business electronics collection event coming up on Thursday, September 21st, 9 to 1. This is for businesses in our community. Gives them an opportunity to dispose of their old electronics. That's where a lot of them are generated. Um, And then we also have a new recycling center and household waste facility. Ours is also open uh, at the landfill. Drop-off is free for the household hazardous waste items, the paints, the cleaners, the batteries, automotive products. You can get rid of stuff. And in fact, they even have a swap out there. So if you drop off, someone drops off a relatively full container of cleaner oil, bleach, whatever, mm-hmm. um, you can pick it up. So oh. if someone else dropped it off, if it's full and in good condition, we save it. We don't, we don't throw it in the, you know, we don't Advanced even recycle it. Trash. We let people use it. Yeah. So great facility <laughs> out there located on Highway 210, about three miles east of the Brainerd Airport. Very Easy good. Enough. Well, we've entered into the month of September, and it is National Suicide Prevention Month, and this is a topic that Sadly, we've had to touch on more and more here in the lakes area, but uh, mm-hmm. what's going on with the county when it comes to the month of September and and uh, observing that? Well, when it comes to the topic, it's, I think it's scary for all mm-hmm. of us to think about. And any of us who are a parent, I think that's probably your worst nightmare, isn't yeah. it? Yes. Yep. Um, and so it's time that we talk about these things more openly. It's time we take the next step to ask more deeply about what someone is experiencing and to help them find help together. So the tips, and I don't profess to be an expert on this topic. Mm -hmm. I profess to be a parent who is concerned. And so the tips that I'm being told we should be trying are just be there. Um, If somebody is depressed, um, just be there for them. Be there with them so that they're not isolated and alone. Keep them safe. Studies indicate that when lethal means are made less available, then we have lower suicide rates. Mm -hmm. Um, Help them to stay connected. Uh, someone at risk, uh, they need a network of resources and individuals to support them uh, while they're going through this. Uh, supportive and, and then follow-up, supportive and ongoing contact is an important part of suicide prevention. So it's not a one and done. Mm-hmm. It's if somebody is suffering from depression, it's, you know, we're going to follow up and, and make sure that we know where they're at. You know, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. And yep. we would like to help 
uh, folks who may be contemplating that, help them to navigate their temporary problem mm -hmm. so that they don't engage in the permanent solution. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's help out there, too. The crisis line is, mm -hmm. is one of them. There's also the suicide and crisis line as well. Yeah, there's a lot of different resources. 988 Suicide and Crisis Line, that started last year, so it's like 911. Mm -hmm. 988 is a three-digit number to call, text, or chat that connect people to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. There is also a 24-hour lifeline to call, 1-800-273-TALK. 8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. And you can also reach out to community uh, services. We certainly have mental health staff on, uh, on people on staff. Uh, you can give us a call at 824-1140. But let's stop the scourge of suicide in our society. And yeah. those numbers, too, and those resources are not just for folks who are contemplating it themselves. But if you know somebody who mm -hmm. is, if you need Absolutely. the tips on what am I supposed to do, I have, I'm afraid for somebody that I know and love, uh, those numbers are available to those folks as well. Yeah, and, you know, if, if you don't remember the tips that we talked about today, mm -hmm. then if you have somebody in your life who you know is suffering from depression or something and you think they may be at risk, then you should act. Yeah. Yeah. Go online, yep. Google tips to prevent suicide, and do that. And it's an ongoing relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. We need to support folks that are struggling with mental health. And there are so many resources here in our Lakes area. Yeah, I want to say a good one is Smiles for Jake. Mm -hmm. I know they do some training mm -hmm. uh, on what to do. And uh, I will add, I was looking at on the calendar, and I know that uh, Sunday is World Suicide Prevention Day, and next week is Suicide Prevention Week here in the month of September. So okay. I hope a lot of people will focus on this issue. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly uh, so many people working hard to end suicide. Mm -hmm. No question. And it crosses every so socioeconomic boundary. Yes, it does. Um, and so every family probably has been impacted in some way. Mm -hmm. And so I think we know the pain oh. that people must be feeling in order to be uh, thinking that's the solution yep. and the pain that it causes for those who remain. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, in addition, September is also uh, Recovery Month, isn't it? Yes, it is. National Recovery Month. That is, in 2021, more than 900 Crow Wing County residents sought treatment for addiction. And it's hard to imagine that. Wow. 900 mm -hmm. residents. And so what you see is that I think oftentimes mental health problems are out there and addiction is the treatment it is the cure it is the way in which someone is handling their mental health mm -hmm. issues and so it's a coping mechanism mm -hmm. they're related yeah. um, and so trying to help folks understand what are the underlying causes what are the underlying issues that are mm -hmm. um, leading you to find that to be the solution for you because there are probably better solutions and more socially acceptable ones and ones that will make your life better in the yes. long run than yes. that Absolutely. solution yes. does. It may yes. work yeah. for a while and that it will quit working mm -hmm. um, and it will dig you a hole. Yeah. Big the, time. We're having a recovery walk on September 21st. So join the Brainerd Lakes Area Drug Education, that's Blade, for a recovery walk 4 to 7 p.m. on Thursday the 21st at Kiwanis Park in Brainerd. They're going to have music, activities, games, door prizes, and fellowship. 
they, uh, they're going to be walking through the park at dusk to honor those in recovery and their loved ones. It's a family event. Mm-hmm. All ages are welcome. You can check out the Blade Facebook page for more information. You know, look at those numbers from 2021. About more than 900 residents in our county alone mm-hmm. sought treatment. And those are the ones who have reached out and admitted the problem and got to get the help. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing the hundreds, if not thousands, that are suffering and not reaching out. So it's a big deal. If you uh, if you're if you're going through something, definitely reach out. Come be a part of this walk, and you'll find I'm sure resources there and, and folks who can who can help you. So mm-hmm. you say that one in ten people struggle with some form of addiction. One in ten, um, and so in our county, that's 6,200 people. Wow. Yeah. And so 900 sought treatment. Wow. Yeah. There's a ways to go yet. There's yes, a ways to go. There is. You know, and it's not about you know the, the use of Mm-mm. the substance. It's no. about the abuse of the substance mm-hmm. uh, and in, you know, I, th- I think it is people trying to cope with underlying mental health issues absolutely and in many many cases that is true there are better ways yep, yep. There and there's a ton of help for yeah. that too here in the lakes area yep yeah. so yeah good all right last but not least uh, there's also a pick a mile cleanup coming ah. huh spring and fall <laughs> spring and fall yeah right we, we promote the pick a mile cleanup program and it's just a nice way for us to keep our ditches clean Anybody who's traveled around uh, has seen other places in the country or in the world oh my. where things are not quite so well kept. Mm. And I think we should be kind of proud of that as Minnesotans. We value our environment. We take care of it. We try to be good stewards of it. Mm-hmm. And you can drive around any road in Minnesota. And generally speaking, you're not going to find a bunch of trash in the ditches. Yeah. And it's because we take pride in our own environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a pick a mile program so people can sign up to pick a mile of County Ditch. Uh, It's an easy to use app that allows residents to reserve an available stretch of the road, clean up as a family, business, or organization. Uh, We're in our third year of the pick a mile program. Mm -hmm. Prizes are offered to the group that finds the most unusual item along the county roads. (laughs) That is always an interesting exercise. I can only imagine. I'd like to see the list on that. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tim, if someone is looking for more information on some of these things we talked Mm -hmm. about, they can find it on your uh, Crowing County website, correct? Yeah, give us, you can either give us a call um, and you can call us at our main number, Mm -hmm. 824-101040, or you can check out our website, crowing.gov. Very good. Tim, thank you so much for being here today. We appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you again next month. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Tim. Crowing County Administrator Tim Houle is our guest today. I'm Ken Thomas with Tess Taylor, and that's today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.